Welcome back, Honest Sports Talk listeners. And it is a big day because the NBA will return tonight. And we'll be going over that today, just me. Um, and also, we're going to go over the Pro Bowl rosters. And I have a bit of a uh, uh, like a new idea for how I can interact with you guys and things like that. Um, you know, we we are kids, so we love video games. We'll get into that in just a moment in our third segment because it's a big day. We got big games tonight, uh, Clippers, Lakers, and then also the Nets and the Warriors. KD playing the Warriors for the first time since he tore his Achilles and his first time in the Brooklyn Nets jersey. Um we're going to go over that game and give a breakdown of how I think that game will go. Uh, and also, Clippers and Lakers, the Battle of L.A., uh, how I think that game will go. Uh, and also, we're gonna, I'm going to speak a little bit on some bowl games that are happening uh, soon. Um, and have already happened. Obviously, tonight's a big one. UCF, BYU, uh, Zach Wilson gets. Uh, I'm going to be watching that to look at him. Uh, Nevada and Tulane playing right now. App State defeated uh, North Texas yesterday, 56-28. to uh, In that game, Thomas for the Mountaineers, 114 yards, one touchdown. Peoples, oh my word, that was fun to watch. 319 yards, five touchdowns on the ground. Insane. Pearson for them, three receptions, 47 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Cobb led them in tackles with Jackson, Hampton, and Polliot all getting sacks, and Jones getting their lone interception. Um, for the North Texas Green Eagle or Mean Green, sorry, I thought they were the Green Eagles. Uh, Bean two fifty one, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Siggers uh, on the ground, one hundred twenty yards and Attaway ninety seven yards and a touchdown. Um, uh, Ogun Macon, seven receptions, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Will Thomas, one of their defensive backs, actually grab, uh, grabbed two touchdowns. Uh, Johnson, their DB, led them in tackles with eight, and they had zero sacks. This is a fun game to watch, high scoring, especially for the Mountaineers. Um, but, yeah, it's not really a game a lot of people watch, but I was kind of bored, so I sat down and watched it. Um, but heading over to the NBA Today is the season opener where we see the Warriors playing the Nets in Brooklyn. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I think this is uh, the Warriors game to win, if I had to say. It's a bit weird. You've got, uh, in my opinion, more talent in Brooklyn, but they haven't played together. Uh, Obviously, there's no Klay Thompson, unfortunately. I hate it for him. Taurus Wright Achilles. And is out for the year. Hope to see him again. But, you know, Steph, uh, Wiggs, Kelly Oubre, Wiseman, I don't think they're going to have Draymond. And even if they do, not a full Draymond. Um, But looking at it, you know, looking at Brooklyn, KD hasn't played in a full, you know, big-time game since his Achilles tear back in the finals two years ago. So, um I, and Kyrie and him, I don't know if they're going to be ready right away to, like, be the shocking, uh, just an insane team. Um, and they don't have the best supporting cast. Karis LeVert, solid. Dinwiddie's pretty good. Jared Allen DeAndre Jordan are going to fight for minutes at center. They're without Nick Claxton, who I think will be a good player for them. He's a very athletic player, uh, young. 
But, um, you know, looking at it, Joe Harris, he can spot up and hit a three for him, but not much else. So he's a bit of a liability on defense. And I think you can have liabilities when you're playing against Steph and Kelly Oubre, a big-time addition for them. Uh, they got him from the Thunder after he was traded in the Chris Paul trade. Big thing, Thunder moving everywhere. Um, and, you know, looking at it, Golden State is experienced. Brooklyn, however, Kyrie and Katie are experienced, but not together and not with this team and not with Steve Nash as their coach. Steve Nash is obviously opener as a coach. Uh, Steve Kerr still, in my opinion, will probably be a better coach like throughout his career. But Wiseman is a big one here. I think if Wiseman can dominate on the boards and basically eliminate the fact that Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan are there, then it's over. This is the battle of the bigs, in my opinion, because you look talent on at the guard and forward positions. Obviously, Kelly Oubre isn't going to cancel out KD, but Steph will score over Kyrie, and they can definitely get some help defense going with um, Wiggs being a good defender. And, you know, looking at Brooklyn, I think they throw out uh, Irving, Levert, Durant, probably Jared Allen and not DeAndre Jordan if it was me. Um, and then I don't know who gets that last spot. Is it Joe Harris? Do they try to run Dinwiddie, Levert, and Irving? I don't think so. I think Dinwiddie can win sixth man of the year um, if they leave him on the bench. So do you go Joe Harris and essentially play KD at power forward? That would really help them, especially if Golden State doesn't have Draymond tonight. I'm not saying Draymond could lock up. KD, but I think he would do a lot better than whoever would step in there, if it'd be Omari Spellman or someone like that. Um, this is going to be fun. I'm definitely going to tune in. Uh, and we'll, I'll give a breakdown of it tomorrow, uh, as well as a bit of a preview at the, essentially, the real opening night, in my opinion, which is when all the teams are playing. Um, uh, big games tomorrow to look at are uh, Thunder Rockets, uh, who else we got here? Bucks, Celtics, Pelicans, Raptors, uh, Kings, Nuggets, and Mavericks, Suns. We will see the debut of Chris Paul as a member of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Thunder Rockets obviously speaks for itself. Harden and Wall, if Harden's even there, I mean, he might get traded tonight for all we know, especially after his little incident. Um, and OKC... You know, coming out there with a, essentially almost a brand new starting five after blowing it up, and then some. And then looking at uh, Bucks, Celtics, two of the top teams in the East matching up. Pelicans, Raptors, two of the top teams in the league. Maybe not the Pelicans, but they're fighting to earn that respect. Uh, Kings, Nuggets, good Western Conference matchup. Uh, Jazz, Trailblazers won't be bad, but it's a bit of a late game, and it's only on NBC Sports Northwest. So not a lot of people, especially from around here, will even see it. Um, next we'll go Clippers and the Lake show. This is going to be the Lakers game. Uh, AD will simply just be too dominant. They get Trez and they get Dennis Schroeder. I think Dennis Schroeder should start. I don't know if they'll start him as a Thunder fan. I've watched him do very well, um, for us, but he was off the bench. Um, you know, looking at LA, they got better somehow with little to no assets. They got Wesley Matthews. Um, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, and L.A., I would say got worse. I mean, they lost Trez. That was a huge piece for their bench. 
and, you know, they've had some issues and they've got a brand new coach. And I think this is the Lakers, and it may not even be close, guys. And if the Clippers come out and win, great. I'd love to see it because I love Kawhi. And I, Paul George was a Thunder guy, so I always root for him. And I love Pat Bev's intensity. It's awesome to watch. But, I mean, Zubach is no match for Davis and even Dwight. Or Dwight's not even there, but uh, uh, Davis and even Trez if he's out there. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. We're going to switch quickly over some college basketball real quick. Uh, big game today with Nebraska-Wisconsin. Wisconsin's on terror. Nebraska isn't a bad team. Texas Tech, Oklahoma, tune into that game. I probably will uh, switch back and forth from some other games. Uh, West Virginia, Kansas, ESPN2, massive game. Obviously, it uh, will not be on ESPN for some reason. Not very sure. I'm going to quickly go check and see what's on ESPN instead of that game. Um, what, what would they have there instead of? Oh, they're going to have B, uh, BCU, BCU, UCF, and BYU. And then ESPN2 will feature one of the possible games of the year with um, West Virginia and Kansas. Big, big-time game. Uh, but, yeah, um, looking now, uh, Purdue and Iowa also play. Big game for Iowa. Can they bounce back from a loss to um, – uh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga plays Northwestern State, not a massive game there, but just to keep up with the number one team, um, who else plays in the AP Top 25, NC State, New UNC matchup, Temple and Houston, um, so yeah, Bradley plays Missouri, and Virginia beat down on William & Mary today, uh, so there's that, switching it a little bit over, I never really gave you know what we'll do? We'll go uh, uh, big championship games happen. We never really went over that. So we'll start with Oregon, USC. USC upset by Oregon, who shouldn't have ever been in that game. Uh, like, literally, they should have never been at the game. Uh, Tyler Show, 91 yards, two touchdowns. And Brown came in, 17 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, die all on the ground, 55 yards. Uh, Johnson caught one of their touchdowns as well as Die Red, and Camp – Camp Moyer, uh, McKinley led them in tackles with Thibodeau, um, Dorless, Fayou, all getting uh, in, uh, sacks, and Hill had two interceptions as long as well as Lenore having one. Uh, for USC, Kendall Slovis, uh, 320 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Those interceptions really did hurt him. Um, Step had one touchdown on the ground while Carr led them in rushing with 40 yards. McCoy and Amon Ross St. Brown both got touchdowns, and St. Brown, London, and McCoy all had 74 plus yards in the uh, receiving. Malga led them in uh, tackles with 12. He also had an interception while Hufanga had two sacks, and that was it for them. Uh, USC upset and Oregon. Should have never been there, honestly. Um, in a game where Northwestern led for uh, part of it, Ohio State came back to beat uh, Northwestern. Ramsey, 224 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. That's rough. Uh, Porter, 61 yards and a touchdown. Um, uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Their leading receiver uh, had eight receptions for 103 yards. 
Bergen had 11 tackles with half a sack. Uh, Brown had a sack. Mitchell had half a sack. And Sounders had a sack. Fields was picked off twice, once by Joseph, once by Mitchell. Fields uh, also had 114 yards, no touchdowns. Bad game from him. Trey Sermon, massive game, 331 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Fleming, four receptions, uh, 53 yards, led the team. Hillard on defense, nine tackles, one interception. Tough Borland, seven tackles, half a sack. Garrett, six tackles and one sack, while Cooper and Vincent added a sack and then half a sack. And Proctor got the other interception for them. Um, uh, Ohio State claims another Big Ten championship, and uh, they secured their spot into the uh, college football playoff doing that. And I think that should have been A&M, and I don't think Notre Dame should have been in either. But we'll get to Notre Dame in just a moment. Oklahoma beats uh, Iowa State to claim the Big 12 championship. Spencer Rattler. 272 yards and a touchdown, while Stevenson had 97 yards on the ground. Rattler and Morris both scrambled in for a touchdown. Mims, seven receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown uh, to lead the team. Norwood, uh, their DB, had six tackles and an interception to lead them, while uh, Osamo, Bonito, and Perkins all at least had half a sack, while Fields and Brown both both added interceptions. Brock Purdy, bad day, 322, one touchdown, three interceptions. Hall on the ground, 79 yards, two touchdowns. Hutchinson, 10 receptions, 114 yards, while Kohler added their lone tight, uh, touchdown. White had nine tackles to lead the team, and they only had one sack coming from McDonald. Um, Oklahoma wins a tight a tight one with um, ISU um, on a late field goal to essentially extend, extend the lead. Uh, but it was a close game. All the way through, Iowa State had a chance but couldn't finish it on that last drive. Next, we go to the ACC Championship. Ah, Clemson beat down Notre Dame 34-10. And Trevor Lawrence, 322, two touchdowns, one interception from the potential top pick. He also rushed for 90 yards and a touchdown. ETN, 124 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Rodgers and Williams both had uh, touchdowns with Rodgers claiming 121 yards, eight receptions, and a touchdown. Turner had seven tackles, while Green had one and a half. Skalski, Kendrick, Henry, and Simpson all added a sack, and Murphy added half a sack. Um, the Fighting Irish in book, 219, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Williams, 50 yards on the ground, while Tyree added their lone rushing or their lone touchdown on, on as a team. Uh, Squalernick. Four receptions, 54 yards. Meyer, five receptions, 51 yards. Uh, Hamilton, 10 tackles, one interception for them. Uh, White and Ogundeji uh, both added sacks. Um, yeah, no, I don't think Notre Dame should have made the college football playoff. I think they're going to get smacked again by Clemson. I think is who they'll play, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check on that. Uh, no, actually, they're playing uh, Alabama. I should have known that. My bad. And Ohio State plays Clemson, and obviously Dabo does not think highly of them, but we'll, uh, we'll speak on that some other time. Uh, skipping over to the AAC uh, championship, uh, Cincinnati hangs on to beat Tulsa, and I think Cincinnati should have been considered more for the uh, last spot in that playoff, but 166 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions from Smith for Tulsa. 
Taylor, 130 yards and a touchdown, with Prince adding 78 yards and a touchdown. Crawford led them in uh, uh, yards with 79, and Santana, five receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Evans led them in tackles with 10, all solo. That's impressive. Reeves, one sack added, as well as Wick having one sack. They forced three fumbles as a team. But the Bearcats, Desmond Ritter, 269, one touchdown. Ritter also had one on the ground, and Ford had one on the ground. Uh, Pierce, five receptions, 146, and a touchdown. Uh, Dublanco had eight tackles to lead the team, while Sanders and Brooks added at least a sack apiece. And Beavers, caught, as well as White, had interceptions. Cincinnati remains undefeated and has a big day winning the AAC. And one of the best SEC championships I've ever seen since I've been watching football, Florida and Alabama went at it 52-46 in favor of Alabama. Mac Jones, 418, five touchdowns. Big day from the potential Heisman winner, Najee Harris, uh, 178 yards, two touchdowns, and he also added three receiving touchdowns. Uh, Devonta Smith, 15 receptions, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Dylan Moses, six tackles to lead the team. Uh, Anderson added two sacks, as well as Allen having one and Harris having two. They did not pick off Kyle Trask, as he threw three touchdowns and 408 yards. Uh, they had no ground game. Uh, they couldn't get anything going, but they still scored three touchdowns on the ground. It just They just didn't have a lot of yards. They had total um, 54 compared to Alabama's 187. Kadarius Toney, uh, eight receptions, 153, and a touchdown. Kyle Pitts, seven receptions, 129, and a touchdown as Pitts declared and will not play in their bowl game. Uh, Carter and Chatfield added sacks, while Debate led them in tackles with 10. And Dean got their long interception off Mac Jones. Big game. Was so fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, it was a good, good day for football that day. Um, when we return, quickly, I'm going to go over some other things, comparing some things for um, football and basketball when we return. Welcome back to the second segment here of Honest Sports Talk. We're going, I'm going to go over the uh, Pro Bowl rosters for the 2021 Pro Bowl. Uh, we'll go over it, and then I'll give some players I thought should have made it and some guys I was a little shocked made it. But for the AFC, the quarterbacks were Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, all those guys, very deserving. Uh, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs headlined the running backs, while the fullback was Patrick Ricard of the Ravens. Uh, wide receiver Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and A.J. Brown. Great players, all of them. Tight end was Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. Offensive tackles, Larmy Tunsil, Eric Fisher, Orlando Brown. Uh, guards, Quentin Nelson, Joel Batonio, and David DeCastro. Centers, Marquise Pouncey and Ryan Kelly. And then for the defensive side of the ball, defensive ends, Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, Frank Clark. Defensive tackles, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward, and Calais Campbell. Um, Outside linebacker were T.J. Watt, Bradley Chubb, Matt Judon. Inside linebackers were Darius Leonard and Tremaine Edmonds. Cornerbacks were Xavier Howard, who leads the league in picks, Tredavious White, Marlon Humphrey, and Stephon Gilmore. Free safety was Mika Fitzpatrick and Justin Simmons. Strong safety was Tyron Matthew. And then the long snapper, Morgan Cox, punter, Jake Bailey, kicker, Justin Tucker, return specialist, Andre Roberts, and for special teams, Matthew Slater. Heading over to the NFC side of the ball, quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, running backs, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, 
fullback Kyle Juszczyk, uh, wide receiver Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, and rookie Justin Jefferson. TJ Hawkinson and Evan Ingram uh, made it for the tight ends. Offensive tackle David Bakhtari, Trent Williams, and Teron Armstead. Offensive guards were Brandon Scherf, Elginton Jenkins, and Andres Pete. Centers were Jason Kelsey and Frank Ragno. Defensive end Cameron Jordan, or for the defensive side of the ball, defensive end Cameron Jordan, uh, Brandon Graham, and Chase Young, the rookie. Defensive tackle were Aaron Donald, Fletcher Cox, Grady Jarrett. Outside linebacker were Khalil Mack, Zadarius Smith, and Jason Pierre-Paul. Uh, inside linebacker Bobby Wagner and Fred Warner. Cornerback Jalen Ramsey, Jahir Alexander, Marshawn Lattimore, and James Bradbury. Uh, free safety was Quandre Diggs, and strong safeties were Buda Baker and Jamal Adams. Long snapper was Tyler Ott, punter Jack Fox, kicker Young Hoku, return specialist Cordell Patterson, and special teamer Nick Bellor. Um, let me find this real quick. Uh, four teams were tied with uh, the most pro bowlers at seven. It was the Kansas City Chiefs, Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks, and Baltimore Ravens. Um, so looking at some things about guys who were snubbed and guys like that. Let me uh, kind of look at the team, and I will tell you really quickly. Um, I think, personally, I was a little surprised that the rookies made it, even though they're deserving. It just feels like it doesn't happen often. But uh, the first snub was obviously DeForest Buckner. He has played great. Seven and a half sacks, two forced fumbles on the year. Great, great, great player. And he is not just a box score guy. He is just he's just a run stopper and he stuffs it. Uh, he he's in the defensive player of the year conversation and he's not even there. Surprise for me was Andres Pete, uh, the guard for uh, New Orleans. Um, you know, it's a bit controversial with like linemen because they just vote for who's been there for a while. Um, so I like. I don't know, man. Ali Marpet might have been there for me, or even uh, Brandon Brooks. So, a snub for the receivers was Calvin Ridley, in my opinion. Uh, he's a star, but I, I don't know. I think if they could have, they should have pushed, you know. I wish if there was another receiver on there, Ridley would have been it. But I think the popularity of Justin Jefferson bursting onto the scene kind of influenced some of his Pro Bowl voting. Um, another snub for me is James Robinson. If any rookie should have made it behind Chase Young, I think it should have been James Robinson. He's going to be in a thousand-yard rusher, and he um, he or he is in a thousand-yard rusher, and he would have been the second player ever to be an undrafted rookie straight to the Pro Bowl uh, behind Philip Lindsay. And I think if any rookie should have made it, it would have been him. And my last snub, Trey Hendrickson of the New Orleans Saints. Um, he was he played super well, and it was his contract year, and he's going to earn him a lot of money. But um, uh, I think the fact that no one's ever heard of him kind of hurt him a little bit. But, um, yeah, that's my snubs and surprises. Um, I'll catch you in just a moment for a bit of a – New idea for a way to interact with you guys. Back to Honest Sports Talk. And this is going to be a very quick segment, uh, just kind of announcing something. Starting at the beginning of the new year, on January 1st, we'll be having our first uh, official live stream. Um, 
you can find it on YouTube at Honest Sports Talk. We will be, uh, I will be the one live streaming, and I will live stream things like Madden and NBA 2K once I get 2K21. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a way to interact with people our age. And, you know, we love Madden. We love, we've been doing rebuilds by division. It's been fun. Uh, needless to say, we've been doing pretty well because we all know what we're doing. And it's really fun to play some Madden and sit down and talk with some people, especially your friends. So if you're interested in that, uh, it will be on YouTube at Honest Sports Talk at the beginning of the year. Um, And hopefully we'll see you there. Signing off. See you tomorrow.